All right, we're live. We did it. We're home. We hey, made it. Yay. It's a normal Hi. episode. Yeah, it, it feels like the new year since last one was the game of the year episode. <laughs> I, I yeah. thought the same thing. That was thing, it. That honestly. was the marker. Yep. <coughs> it kind of is. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, for me, because after that, then I'm like, OK, I can play new stuff now. Luckily, no new stuff has really come out that I care about. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say who here All wrong hands is, is playing is played a game from 2020. From 2020? Yeah. Nope. Uh, I don't. I have one. Yeah, no, I don't think I did. Oh, thanks. Um. Yeah, no, I have a, I have Tokyo Mirage sessions, which <clears throat> excuse me, we'll get into a bit later. Does uh, it like that's cheating though, because that's a yeah, re-release. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I kind of think too. But it's I a mean, new it release. It, that's it, it true. Came out. It came out in 2020. The release date. It for came the out Switch with version. new content. Sure. I'm I'm gonna give it to you because I believe that if it comes out a new thing and that's the only way people can play it on it was because they have a Switch and they didn't have a Wii U, then it is a new game. But it's all a I'm weird saying case. is I could not play. Tokyo Mirage Sessions FE, whatever the subtitle is, on the Switch last year. FE Sharp something? I think it's Sharp Sharp F-E. F-E. Encore? F-E. Encore, yeah. Is the Switch one? Tokyo Mirage Sessions Sharp FE Encore. Yep. It's literally in front of me. Yeah. Wait, you have it as well, John? Yep. Are you going to play it? I don't know, but I got a copy of it. <laughs> Because okay. why not? Yeah. Welcome to how my I make my decisions. Yeah. Poorly. <clears throat> anyway, yeah. I mean, we'll get we'll get into that later with what you've been playing. But how's your guys' week been? Been good. Feel free to feel free to say why. Okay, sure. Anything I cool watched what's going on. I watched Sex Education, the new season. It's fucking great. Great follow up. Right on. I'm like two episodes in, two, three. Okay. But I'm glad to hear it, it uh, holds up. It holds up the whole time for sure. They get into some weird character specific things and kind of like the first one was kind of the monster of the week formula where every episode was kind of like a, like a different sex problem that somebody's having and it kind of introduces you to the characters and now there's like an overarching shit happening with all the characters and it's kind of neat it's cool good follow-up cool. for sure oh i'm so happy to hear that because that was like my favorite show last year and i'm glad it's very good continued strong nice yeah it's very good and now the good place is i mean there's an episode tonight and then next week is the last episode so next right. week i'll be what binging all of that and i'm excited for it okay where, where are you right now when they took their break episode nine Oh, so you're only like one episode behind. No, they're up to episode 12, I think, today. Or 13 or something. Has there been they two? Have, okay. They have 13 episodes every season. Okay. And yeah, they're on 12 right now. So I'm tonight's, technically tonight's two. Is 12. Yeah, so I'm technically okay, three ep- episodes behind. Okay, I, yes, you're right. Yep, okay. As an asexual person, should I watch Sex Education? So they actually have characters that are, like, asexual. They deal with some platonic relationships. So, like, yeah, there's people to relate to, for sure. It's neat. It's a good show. Also, I mean, it's like a comedy, so I'm sure you'll still find stuff funny. Yeah. But. If you find comedy funny, anyway. Um, 
John, what about you? How's your last week been? <clears throat> uh, it's been all right. Uh, still coming off of that cold fully, pretty much back to normal. Uh, I actually spent it kind of resting and I watched uh, The Witcher. So, okay, I'm, nice. I'm like two or three episodes into The Witcher as well. <laughs> yeah. No, I liked it a lot, actually. Uh, yeah, it, someone someone told me it reminded them of like the Xena? game series The Witcher. No, it reminded them of like Xena and Hercules. I'm like, all right, I'm I'm in. Okay, okay. It's, a more, it's a more it's a more serious Xena and Hercules, essentially. There's like a it playfulness a to it though, and yeah, fucking dude, Henry Cavill is having so much fun in every part he's in. He's such a delight to watch. I that's the thing that's kind of carrying me is the fact that he's just like. You can tell yeah. he's just having a time, even though he's, he's just stoked. like, fuck, the entire yeah. time. It's just, it's really good. Yeah. I thought the first couple episodes were a little slow. I think the third episode is awesome. When he's, like, fighting the thing in the crypt. Oh, oh yeah, no, that's a good fight scene. That's a that good one. That was super enjoyable. Yep. And he, like, puts on, like, like the brass knuckles <laughs> that are, like, in the shape of bat heads or whatever it is. Oh, that, that was a fun fight scene. Yeah, that's some good shit for sure. Yeah, so I really other than that, not much. I've been uh in my downtime I've been playing games mainly just stuff for uh uh TP Plus this month. So can't yeah, I really talk about that for the podcast unfortunately, but not right. yet another another week. Uh I was going to ask, so did you ever did you finish your like alphabet thing for last year? Yep. Is there a new one for 2020? This year's plan is a little bit different. Mm. Uh, I basically have... I'm letting the subs vote monthly on what game we do. And if we finish the game early, I just kind of pick whatever I want to play. Makes sense. So... Okay. So, uh, actually, one of the, I, I didn't play anything other than the podcast game this month, or this week, rather. So I, I put that in my actual games I played list. So if you wanted mm-hmm. to slip into that, we can. Well, before that, I want to talk about my fun weekend. Okay, oh, right. fine. You were at PAX. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, so I went to Texas for the weekend. Um, specifically, I went to Austin, and then I found out that San Antonio is like an hour, hour and a half drive from there. Um, why not <coughs> just go to PAX since it was the same time? <clears throat> um, I got this cool PAX Letterman jacket. <laughs> Nice. Look how look how cool this thing is. It's, it has like a sweet Pax patch all over it. It says San Antonio. This thing is nice. 20. I'm not a big Letterman jacket guy, but I just love the, the colors and branding on this. Like it looks so nice. So picked up one of these. Nice. Um, but uh, Pax South is super weird because it's way smaller than Pax West. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, it, it's the smallest one, I'm pretty sure, next to Australia. It might even be smaller than Australia. I have no idea what the Australia one is, but I, I would assume it's bigger since it's the only one. Mm. <clears throat> Pack South, uh, I was able to get tickets, two day passes for the Sunday, um, the Monday before. Like, you, I could have bought mm. any tickets the Monday before, which is ridiculous. And because I'm used to Pax West, where. Every single ticket sells out in 15 minutes. Pretty much. Um, And the fact that they still had tickets up to the event day was pretty crazy. Um, And to put it in other terms, 
I don't believe there was a single like major publisher there. Yeah, because mm. it's it's such a weird time of year. Like no one's really got a demo ready because no one has a show they have to worry about. Yeah, I I don't know if I fully agree with that because we're getting so many more like early release dates these days than we used to. Um, I know we're about to talk about in news like a a bunch of delays. Yeah, yeah, but um. Like, re- I think of, like, Monster Hunter and, and mm-hmm. Resident Evil coming out pretty early. Like, Capcom's kind of taken that, the early slots a lot of the Capcom, time. So I feel like games yeah. are starting to come out sure. in the early months. Um, I mean, Animal Crossing is still coming, Doom. Like, there there are games, but not, like, I, like no publishers were there, really. Like, I think it was just indie games and then a lot of tabletop stuff. Yeah, there's a lot more of a focus on tabletop there from what I've heard. Uh, yeah, like half the convention floor is tabletop. Um, they actually had a separate room that we didn't get to see it until they were like breaking stuff down. So we missed all of it. But it seemed like it was LARPing. Um, oh, weird. But there, okay. but there was some like twist on it. And I can't remember. I didn't fully read it. My girlfriend read it. She wanted to go see it. But we went, I guess, too late. Because they stopped uh, before the convention was officially over, but they had a whole big room for the for some kind of LARPing event as well. So it seems like video games are not the major focus for it. Um, but yeah, just generally way smaller overall. And you know, I'll talk about the games I I played um, during that segment as well. But uh, sure, Austin was cool. Austin has this outdoor swimming pool. Um that I cannot remember the name of at the top right at the moment. I can, I can look it up real quick, but yeah, it's cool because it's heated by a hot spring underground. So you could definitely like go out swimming and it wasn't freezing cold. Like it normally would have been. And the bottom of the pool is all like natural bedrock, uh, which is pretty interesting. So it's a swimming pool. That's actually kind of like mossy in there. Yeah. Naturally heated. It's neat. Uh, the Barton Springs pool, and that one that's really nice because you can even see like um from the side of the pool like the whole um cityscape of of Austin. Um, it's obviously hot there even in January, which was really nice because it's been a little bit colder over here. Um, San Antonio is cool too. They got this like river walk. We went and looked at the Alamo because you know we were there, right? So why not? Um. I don't know. That was that was a little boring, but we I'll spare like you the a, joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did like the hour tour, learned some history. Actually, something kind of interesting is one of the people like. That has part of like some of the funding in it and is has apparently a major Alamo collection is Phil Collins. What? OK, at least this is what the tour group was telling me. Apparently, when Phil Collins was growing up, he was a big fan of. Oh, what's that Disney show? All of them. No, that's that old Disney show around the same time period and, and era. God, I'm totally blanking right here. <clears throat> um, But because of the show, he was he became really interested in the Alamo and all that kind of stuff. So he like collects 
like historical stuff relating to the Alamo. And I guess he has one of the largest collections. And because of that, he's also helped like keep this place preserved and funded. Cool. What a a weird (laughs) fact, right? That is kind of neat though. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of what show you're talking about. (laughs) Yeah. No, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to do like a real quick Google search. Okay. Oh yeah, I guess you could just Google Disney Alamo or something of those. Oh, that's probably, that's probably better results. than Googling Phil Collins Alamo. <laughs> <laughs> Phil Collins. It might have got a result though. You never know. Yeah, Davy Crockett. There we go. He was oh. a big fan of the old Disney show Davy Crockett. I didn't know that was even a show. I didn't either. I just knew that was a person. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, uh, okay. So anyways yeah that was just kind of a weird thing to learn that was probably the most interesting alamo fact i came across sure cool um but yeah where was i anyway pack south uh you know i went to the omegathon just to see the final round because that seems to be like the unofficial end of packs thing to do yep yeah it's literally the only thing left on schedule at that point because usually the other areas are shutting down <laughs> and that one the last time I had gone to a final Omega thon, it was like, oh, you get in line. The line is currently three blocks long. Mm. Um, people didn't start lining up for this thing until like 15 minutes beforehand. Mm. <laughs> like, it is such a weird PAX experience. Um, I overheard one guy didn't know that PAX West was a thing. What? I thought that, I uh... thought that was impressive. That's he knew about weird. PAX East, although he didn't quite know how far east Boston was. Oh, no. Okay. Um, <laughs> but he did know PAX South. I, I can assure you of that. I would hope okay. so. He was physically there. Yeah. Well, I just meant like even like before. Like, I, I think he has gone to some PAX Souths before. He did not know PAX West was a thing, um, which is mind boggling to me. But. Considering that was the first one. Exactly, right? And, uh, yeah. I was going to say, and the biggest, but I think East is technically the biggest now. East is bigger now by just, like, a small amount. Like, a, maybe a thousand people. Um, I'm trying to think of any other, other cool Austin stuff. Ate a lot of barbecue. Ate, ate so much meat. It was very good. Um, cool. San Antonio has a nice like river walk that's like super touristy, but it goes along the river and, and there's a there was a beer garden there that we stopped at to eat um, that had posters for packs up uh, that were like Fortnite and Dragon Ball Z themed, which was I was like, all right, cool. I picked a good <laughs> spot for lunch. Um, you know, those like uh, electric scooters. I don't know if Calgary has them, but like lime scooters or bird scooters. We do. They're everywhere. You do? OK, yeah, yeah. they're. They're everywhere, like in the Bay Area as well. Sure. There's ten times as many in Austin. Like, holy smokes, there's a lot. I and in San that, Francisco, yeah. they passed. They must have passed some law. <coughs> sorry, <clears throat> uh, they must have passed some law requiring them to be locked up when they're not being used now because they all got locks installed on them. And it's probably because everyone is throwing them into the Bay because uh, that's kind of funny. But. <laughs> sure. um in in austin and and or maybe in the greater texas 
they do not have that law. Uh, mm. And I don't get how, why people aren't throwing them in the river. But I guess it's not an issue yet. <laughs> um, so we were just riding those scooters all over the place, which was really nice since um, Berkeley specifically where I'm at uh, is one of the like dead zones where if you enter it, it, the scooters slow down significantly, which basically means they're like they, they're never here anymore, which is a bummer because those things are super fun. So that was fun driving around and. Just overall, overall good time in in Texas, and cool. it packs. That was fun to do. <clears throat> Glad to hear. All right, but um, packs is supposed to be about video games, and so is this podcast. Uh, mm. This is the top down perspective for January twenty third. I'm Sean Booker. I'm Paul Fleck. John Wheeler. <laughs> uh, let's go with John. What have you been playing? All right, like I said earlier, uh, started my new game clearing plan for streams. So uh, I left it up to subs each month to vote out of a list that I picked up that I that I basically built myself. Uh, what game they wanted to see me clear? So out of the ten games I put up, they voted for Mega Man: The Wily Wars for Genesis. Nice. So this this is a remake of Mega Man One, Two, and Three on the Genesis, done in like a sixteen bit style, and then it has an extra mode at the end called the Wily Tower. Mm-hmm. So to unlock the Wily Tower, you have to beat the first three Mega Man games, and then you get to do Wily Tower mode, which is three new robot masters, and then four stages of Wily Castle to take on Wily again. But the gimmick is that you get to make a power move set based out of all three games so you get to pick like pick and choose what powers you want from each game uh so you get eight slots for like your weapons so you can take like metal blade from two you can take uh crash bomb from two you can take electric beam from one you can take gemini laser from three etc and then you can pick like uh, i want rush jet i want rush coil and then like item three from Mega Man two or like the magnet beam from one mm-hmm. so and then you just go through all these stages if your audience picks a like collection game like this because you said this is three games the first three yep do you have to beat all three to be considered done this one uh the only reason i beat all three in this one was because that's the only way to unlock the actual new mode if if it was a case where i put the game in and it was just unlocked i would have just done that because i've already beaten the other games makes sense what if you're are you picking what they get to pick from or are they just picking anything from your back he's making a list i yeah, yeah I, I curated a list of 10 games I was interested in or like subs have suggested. Oh, and then, okay. Then they voted So there's on. no chance of you, like, because I'm wondering, like, what if, like, the Master Chief collection comes up? Oh, <laughs> Do you have yeah, to play, no. like, six Halo games? It would have to be the Halo games that I haven't beaten, which is in the Master Chief collection, I think right now is only Reach. Oh, okay. I think the only Halo game I haven't beaten is two. Okay. Wait, actually? Yeah, that's just the one, for whatever reason, I just stopped playing through two, and I've beaten all the other ones. Fair enough. I stopped playing through three mm-hmm. until a friend was like, hey, let's play through it. <coughs> that one has a cool ending. How, you've got to finish the fight. Yeah. yeah. I love cliffhangers. They're the best. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I gave them a list. They voted for that. We played through that. And it was fun, honestly. It was, uh, But it was weird because it's not a perfect... Uh, translation apparently they based some of the things on Mega Man 3 so Mega Man 3 itself felt fine but mm. Mega Man 1 and 2 had a lot of weird quirks like bosses that were weak to the to the Mega Buster took less damage from it 
Like oh. someone did the math that apparently it takes normally like 10 buster shots to kill Cutman, and it took 27 instead. Why which would is they do really that? Weird. I don't know. Oh. It was just a really strange change. Yeah. Maybe you're just, just like, you're just a mega boy, not Oh, I had to adjust to it. There was no other choice. <laughs> so we played right. through that. What else did I write down on here? Uh We've beaten a couple games. Like, we've beaten four games already on stream. They've all just been during different times. Does that mean you're uh, a third of the way through your year? No, because I'm, like, I'm only doing the votes monthly. So anything anything we clear otherwise is extra. So this is this will be an easier year for you, because you're going to do less than half as many as you did in the last year, right? More or less. Like, uh, last year we did... Because you did 26 last year, right? Uh, well, that was the plan was 26, and we ended at 32, it looks like. Okay. I can't be right. No, that's more than that. Uh, oh, wait, no, I, I read the wrong number out there. Sorry, we ended at 38. Uh, yeah, now if it's just one a month, that's only 12 you need to do. Yeah, there's only 12 I need to do, one a month, but uh, so far we've completed four games. We did the the January game, and then we did three extra games on three different streams, so... Man, at this point, you can, like, retire in March. Mm. <laughs> That's how that works. Pro- probably <laughs> probably not. <laughs> uh, one other game that I've been doing on stream a couple times I've been trying to beat is Gradius 3. Ooh, uh, all right. Just been playing through that. We played it through it twice on stream. Both times we got pretty far in the game, but we never beat it. Because so, it's got limited mm-hmm. continues. So Yeah. Uh, apparently I got right before the final boss in my first attempt and my second attempt, I was like a stage or two behind that. So I think I played a lot of the Game Boy Gradius. Uh, yeah, I think you said that or Nemesis. Nemesis. Why, why does that come up when I search Gradius Game Boy? Because that's what it was. They, they renamed it to Nemesis. And there's also like Gradius Interstellar Assault, which is a different one. Is it just the exact same thing as Gradius like one or what is that? It's not the same as like the original Gradius one, but it I think the Game Boy one was just straight up called Nemesis. Yeah, no, it definitely was. I'm seeing the box art. Yeah, I had this. I played a lot of this game. Yeah, that's I mean, that's pretty much it for me. Like everything else I've been playing in my spare time is the uh, podcast game for this month. Time Spinner. So. Yeah. So other than stream stuff, that's pretty much been it for me. And Sean's mm-hmm. mic just died, so I'm going to say, Paul, you should probably start talking. Yep, I was muted. Ah. Oh, okay, thank God. <laughs> Got a little Paul worried. Got a little worried. <laughs> yeah. Um. So that Voxelgrams game that John was showing us, the Picross 3D ripoff on Steam, or oh, yeah. just whatever, I finished that uh, this Oh, how week. was it? It's very good. It's extraordinarily good. But oh, sweet. Sure short 147 puzzles i think so like not very big at all uh it's really good though you should check it out if you like 3dp cross it's got me down this path of trying to find more and finding some garbage that like some kid obviously is learning how to make a game from youtube videos and put out there and at least that's free uh it made me it scared me a little bit to like see what else people put out there for money so 
I don't know. I think I'm just going to stick to normal Picross until I hear back from people that they found a good one. Um, I decided to go into Slay the Spire and ended up playing eight hours straight of it unknowingly of the new character, the Watcher. Yeah, how does how does the new character work? I'm curious. It makes me not want to play the other characters at all. So what the Watcher is is a monk, basically. And um, her whole gimmick is that she has, like, the normal stance, which is regular. She's not, like, in any particular stance so the cards will play as normal a calm stance where when you leave the calm stance you get two extra energy that turn um and an aggressive uh, wrath stance like an aggressive uh, aggro stance where the damage you take is doubled but you deal double damage and also um kind of like a glass canyon it's a glass cannon thing so her whole thing is stance switching in a turn to like make these huge plays and it's like opened up that game in a way that i don't want to go back to the other two i tried going back to the other uh two because i don't like the third one other, the uh robot guy three i yeah, like no, the robot guy no he's like garbage orbs yeah i don't like him very much um it oh, doesn't make me he's more interesting than the other two for sure the original two but I just don't like how he plays, so I don't play him. Um, but yeah, no, it's really, really cool to just be like having to decide, like, can I make the damage this turn to kill everything? It's one of these characters that you will clear the board in a good aggro turn, but you might die if you don't get there. <laughs> like, you have to get to that point where so you have very the card glass cannon. Like. It's super good, yeah. So the runs are very, very fast and aggressive, at, or you lose. And I've lost so many of them at the like final floor, but it's been super, super fun, and I can't wait to play more of it. I absolutely love the character. Do you have any idea if this is on the other platforms? I don't think it is, because somebody was saying that it's not out on Switch yet, and that's yeah, the other platform. I have it on Switch and Xbox, so... Oh, okay, I don't know about Xbox necessarily. Yeah, it's cool. I really like the character, so I'm just glad to see that they're continuing to do stuff with that game. That's interesting and fun. That's yeah, and I lost too much time to it. Uh, last night I decided oh, I'm gonna finally play nine nine nine. So I did. Now's a play the time through. to wow. do it. You got a, a lull in the release schedule. Yep. Um, Hell yeah, dude. So I played through my first playthrough of nine 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 last night. And after the podcast, I'll probably do another one tonight. I'm assuming. Are you using a map now at this point? No. Well, well, I'll use the like built in one that shows like where the splits are. But what do you mean a map? I guess I'm confused. Yeah, a map. So you just so you know, like how to make sure you get like a new ending and whatnot and like what you need to do. I think he literally just means a guide. Well, oh no, because the in-game map well, shows you like the splits, so I'll just go down the splits that I haven't done yet, right? Yeah, I'm one. So you're playing the the PC version. I am. Yeah, so I played the DS version. Maybe the DS version didn't had have an in-game map or something. I thought it didn't. Because okay. I remember needing to use like a guide. That's fair. There is one in this version, so I can see like right where on. the splits happen. <laughs> There's also voice acting from what I heard in the version you're playing. There is voice acting. Yep. <laughs> so that's been how's good. that my game? Is it good? 
I mean, it's fine. It's it okay. saves me from having to read a lot. Although you get to the point where you read quicker than the voice acting anyway, and you're just like, okay, yeah. I just want to get through this line. So whatever. I feel like that's all games. Like, have you yeah. guys ever just like let the voice acting finish? Yeah, usually. Really? Sometimes I'm just like, all right, that's just way too long. I'm just going to move on. It depends yeah. on the game for sure. Um, cause like a lot of games and what comes to mind is like, to, cause I'm playing Tokyo Mirage sessions is they have like an auto thing where it'll just go to the next one when they finish talking. Yeah. But it's like, yeah. those games are notorious for I, having I'm just like, future. I'm going to fall. Is it, like, I'm going to fall asleep. This is going to take yeah. forever. I need to at least be hitting a or something. <clears throat> uh, yeah. As, um, anime Saran rap saying the DS version didn't have a flow chart. So this one has a flow chart. So I'm just following that. So, Yeah. I'm super curious because Final Fantasy is saying they remove the puzzles. Someone's saying not so much remove, but change. I'm kind of curious how they change the puzzles. I'm very curious about a key moment at the end of that game. Um, I've seen one ending, so I don't know that we can have this discussion. <laughs> no, and I'm not going to get into spoilers. Um, okay. Because I'm, I'm pretty sure you can't see the ending until you have done like six endings. I think like the, the fastest is it's like three or six endings is the fastest way to finish the game because there's a mm-hmm. lot of just like like bum endings where it's just like oh you just died like yeah. someone just killed you you didn't really yeah. learn much um there's a bunch of those but i think i think you have to do like at least three endings okay um, some yeah so i'm curious because yeah the dual screen was there was something in one of the endings that was cool so i'm curious what they would do in that one um I'm sure but we'll have anyway. this discussion again next week when I play more of it. So I'm glad yeah. you're playing it. Do you like it? I do. Um, you're not even have, like the coolest stuff yet, though. You need once you get like some of the big reveals. Then, I have then heard yeah. from other people that the other two games they like more. So if if they're quote unquote better oh, really? in some way, then this they're oh, probably very good because I like this one quite I, a bit. I would totally disagree. Oh really? The other two aren't well, good because. No, they're good and like they're longer, like they're definitely like yeah, like built as a as like bigger games. Yeah. But I just feel like, you know, cuz 999 wasn't built as like the first of a trilogy, that it's just like a really nice cohesive like all, oh, like I see. finale game. Sure. And then the other two they're just like Oh, but wait, there's more. Yeah. Whereas one is like you kind of like wrapped some stuff up, like I I I just think 999 is a stronger game on its own. Mhm. Um I I remember liking 2 a lot. That but I I still think the first one's my favorite. Yeah. The idea is I want to play AI the Somnian files and I was just like, yeah. well, I don't have that game. I have the Nonary games collection. Let's just go through that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm excited to hear what you think. Yeah. Uh that's the big one for me this week and that's it. Okay. Uh, the big game for me this week was Tokyo Mirage Sessions, which is probably going to be, uh, <coughs> sorry, uh, the game for the next few weeks since it's sure. an RPG. Uh-huh. Uh, it's refreshing to play like a JRPG again. It's been a while, I realized. You didn't play this on Wii U at all, right? Like you skipped it completely. I bought it. Oh, did you? I pulled okay. it John. I, I bought it. I did not play it. Oh, I didn't know uh, you bought it. Okay. Yeah, because it was like weirdly discounted um for like a new copy one day like a couple of years ago and i picked it up just never put it in mm-hmm. um, so i guess i so i own this game twice uh-huh um 
I guess, you know, just like, and, and like, this makes me like a hypocrite as the guy who's like, stop put stop re-releasing Switch, like Wii U games on the Switch to give me something else. But here I am playing the Switch port of it. So you we're know, all a hypocrite. I'm going to be the fine. first to admit I'm, I'm being a hypocrite here. Sure. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm still having fun with it. It's a good game. Uh, mm-hmm. The battle system is cool. It's all about like chain attacks where anytime you um, use one of your skills, which are basically like like you can attack normally, but I don't know why you would ever do that because the characters are so weak or you can use a skill, which is basically like the magic attacks. Yeah. Um, but it's not strictly magic. Sometimes it's just like, oh, here's like a strong sword attack. <clears throat> Um, and every time you come across a new enemy, you have no idea what they're like strong or weak or resistant to. So you have to kind of test some things out. But once you find the weakness, you can. <coughs> sorry. Coughing a whole bunch. Um, once you find the weakness, you can start these session combos. And this makes it very fun um, because you have to set up your other characters to have specific session attacks. And those will work like if a teammate like, let's say, okay, first character's going, they're using, like, a sword attack. If I have a second character who has a session attack that is, like, let's say it's called, like, sword fire. If a sword attack is used, they will attack with a fire attack. And then if I have my third character, you can have three on the field, have an attack, let's call, let's call it, like, fire blizzard. Once fire gets used, they'll use a blizzard attack. Yeah. So you have to kind of make sure you're equipping... Um, specific session attacks that will chain together. Like you have to make sure like, okay, if, if, if I use a sword one, am I going to be able to have two people attacking? If I use a lance attack, am I going to have two, you know, another two people coming up like that? Like you want to make sure everyone's kind of in sync with each other, mm-hmm. uh, which is pretty fun. What's also really cool is the progression system. There's like, there's like three or four different things you can level up. Actually, there's probably even more than that. There's so many different little um mechanics you can level up not only can your character level up which is straight up just the fire emblem music and the way the fire emblem characters level up of getting like one little stat boost to like attack speed magic just like in a fire emblem game mm-hmm. <coughs> you can level up this current weapon you have and every time that the weapon levels up you will learn a new like trait or skill, which can be like an attack skill. It can be a session skill. It can be, um, something more passive. Like now you just have a plus two strength. If you have this thing, uh, uh, equipped and these work like Pokemon moves where you only have a certain number of slots. And then if you start gaining more of them, you have to then get rid of something. However, if you gain something that's the exact same name, like for example, one of the strong sword moves you get early on is called cleave. If you get cleave twice, it'll actually just become cleave plus one. So now you have a stronger cleave. Right. So you actually want to be like going through a whole bunch of different weapons and you go through weapons tons and tons, learning all the skills you can from a weapon. And then once you have it mastered, move on to the next one as you just make your characters better. Um, along with that. Yeah. So you can level up the attacks as well, the session skills. So it almost comes down to like every like two or three fights, Almost, actually, almost every single fight, something is leveling up in some kind of way. So the numbers are just flying, which makes the progression feel like really cool. And it also makes it makes you like really build out the character how you want them to be. So, for example, I'm not using a lot of like um, stat b- buffing and debuffing uh, uh, skills because uh, I just never really play with that kind of stuff. I just want things that hit really hard. 
or we'll mm-hmm. chain off so I can hit even harder and stuff like that. So that that's really cool. I like the combat system quite a bit. Um, I do think the game looks old. It it looks like a Wii U game. Yeah, so, like it's colorful and fancy, but it's still just kind of it's showing its age. I think things could have looked nicer. Um, that's not a huge letdown, though. Um, I'm I've still put about like almost ten hours into it at this point. Uh, just destroyed both my plane trips this last weekend, so that was that was pretty cool. Cool. Um, but at the moment, I can only chain like uh, up to two. Which I'm I'm reading online, people are getting chains of like 18 and stuff. So I'm looking forward to the battle system just going ridiculous. And it actually kind of reminds me if anyone played that Xbox 360. It may have been on PS3, but there was a JRPG where you played as like, um, uh, Eternal music, Sonata. Um, Eternal Sonata. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I just took a guess. I'm like, this seems to be the one (laughs) where you played as like Beethoven and Chopin. Yeah, that's a Um, that is what a weird game. That is such a weird game. Yep. Um, it kind of reminds me of that combat system where when you do an attack, the next if you do a specific thing, the next character will come in in the next one, and and you're just making all these cool chain attacks over and over again. Um, uh, people should play Eternal Sonata. That is that is such a weird thing. Um, but Tokyo Mirage Sessions is cool, and I'll you know I'll keep checking in with that because that's going to last me for quite a bit. I'd like to go back to that at some point. I'm wondering if I would just plug the Wii U in though, rather than buy a new copy. Probably do that. Yeah, I just couldn't see myself plugging the Wii U in again. Yeah, and I really like having it portable. Like having it on the plane was awesome. It came out right before my PAX trip. That was perfect timing the, the portable part itself seems like a game-changing thing for long rpgs for sure so yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's nice playing a jrpg again I, I can't remember the last jrpg i played yeah it's been a it's been a few years i picked up nino kuni 2 but i never played it mm. um i've started playing world war z yeah, uh, just kind of the next co-op game needed a co-op game. Uh, that thing is extremely Left for Dead. Like it I is, love that game. It's very good. It is just Left for Dead again. Yep. <clears throat> uh, which is not bad. I like Left for Dead quite a bit. Yep. Um, I doubt I'm gonna like replay the missions because there's a there's a lot to level up in that game. Like every weapon levels up, and your character classes level up. There's there's a lot of to that progression system as well. Hmm. <clears throat> Uh, which I like because you basically level up the weapons by using them. So yeah. if you if you stick with the weapons you like, they'll just get better and stuff. So you can kind of create your character as such, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, but it has some cool set pieces with all the swarms of zombies coming in. And it's a fun time. I, I, I'm having fun with that. I just wish there were more levels is the only thing. A couple more would be nice. I think there's yeah, only there's, like four acts. There's like... Yeah, there's four cities and there's like five chapters to a city, I think. Yeah. Something like that. Except Tokyo, Uh, I think, only has like three. It has less. Oh, is that a shorter one? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I haven't got... I think that's the last one. I haven't gotten there. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I'm either done with the second one or I'm in the middle of the second one. I can't quite remember. Which one's the second one? Is that Moscow? No, it's not Moscow. Oh, then it's um, Israel, probably. Jerusalem. It's it, yes, it's Jerusalem. Yes. Yeah. And then like um 
Like, does Brad Pitt show up? I don't even remember what his character's name is, so maybe they might be. There might be an Easter egg in there with his name. Yeah, I, I, I kind of hope there would be an Easter egg because this thing has like the Paramount logo. Like, apparently, it's like tied, like officially to that to yeah. that movie and or book or whatever. So they should definitely do an Easter egg. That'd be fun. Did you ever read that book or see that movie? I guess I saw the movie. I haven't read the book. No. Okay. So yeah. um, that movie's okay. It, you know, it's fine. Yeah. Both the book and movie are okay. That's the highest praise I think I would give them for sure. Uh, I restarted trying four on the Xbox just to like play some achievements and have that, that gorgeous art style up on my new big screen TV. Mm-hmm. I don't really have anything quite else to say about that. Okay. Um, I'll tell you about what I played at PAX, though. Sure. Uh, this was a, this again. This was a weird one. Um, since my girlfriend was with me, I didn't want to wait in really long lines because sure. I know she wouldn't have like appreciated that, as she's not much of a gamer. Hmm. Um. So, like, I would have loved to have like waited in line for like the artful escape, but uh, it was like at least a forty-five minute wait, and I and I knew she mm. would not want to do that and i didn't want to i didn't like i know she would have been down for it but i didn't want to make her do that yeah um, sure because that, that's no fun <clears throat> um we played with tom Wadham, okay. whatever how you pronounce it uh that game's delightful that's a fun time uh and it had co- and has like you know co-op so that was that was good for the two of us yep uh played young souls which i was pretty excited to jump on um this game looks fantastic uh it's a co-op they're trying to go for like a dark souls thing, but I don't really think it's quite in there. You do have like a stamina meter, but it's like barely a thing. Um, I really wouldn't, uh, relate it to dark souls, but maybe there's more going to be in the full game later that will be making more dark soulsy. Okay. But it's a side scrolling, like dungeon crawler, uh, Hmm. uh, where it's like you and your sister are, um, like fighting goblins and and such. It has like a, a loot system, which was really fun. I didn't really get into that because I was just playing a demo. But uh, I would, I could definitely see like getting real deep and customizing my character and stuff. And your uh, armor actually shows up on your units, which is always fun to see. So I liked that. But I think the big thing is just like it seems like it's gonna have a cool story, and I loved the art style of it quite a bit. Um. So what does this play like? Is it like a castle crashers or something? I just see some screenshots. I can't tell. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it kind of plays like castle crashers. Oh, okay. um, less mashy, I would say, than castle crashers. Gotcha. Uh, okay, yeah, I see it here. Okay, I and you, you know, you video. have like a you have a dodge roll. Sure. Okay, but you know, cool. it's it's a side scrolling one, but there there is like a Z access to the to the combat and stuff. Yeah, so it's, it's like a beat em up. Castle Crashers is like is close, but less mashy than Castle Crashers is. Yeah, gotcha. Okay, <clears throat> but that is a good comparison with like the co op and stuff. So yeah, Young Souls. That's what that was. We played. Uh, this was a. I don't know. It's it wasn't a video game, I, like a tabletop game, but not a board game. This was called Clask. Okay. It's like air hockey with magnets, though. So there's you have um like a ball on top and your hand is underneath holding some kind of magnet. <clears throat> and then your magnet is attached to it kind of looks like a like a bishop yeah. from chess. 
So those are connected by a magnet from underneath. And what you need to do is uh, air hockey style, hit the marble into your other, into the opponent's little, like uh, their goal or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. What made it kind of cool is there's these three white magnets in the middle of the play field. So if you get close to them, the magnet will snap to your little bishop. And if you get more and if you get two of them on you, you lose a point or the other team, the other player gets a point. Um, Okay. so there's a bit of area of like you have to make sure you have to be careful of where you're moving your person because you can't get too close to those. But those things will also get knocked around because of the marble in the game. So it's it's actually like a pretty interesting way uh, if you think of how this would kind of work with air hockey of like now you can't you have to be really careful about how you're moving your care your uh, like mallet or whatever you would call it the the, the bishop thing. Um, <laughs> so in this video I'm watching of this game or somebody showing this game off the one person hit the ball so hard it moved one of those small magnets and hit the opponent so like yeah that's kind of neat <laughs> you could yeah. just like so if you get two of opponent. those little blue if you get two of those little white magnets the other person gets a point that's funny if you if you accidentally pull your little bishop too far back and they land and you land in your own goal the other person gets a point so there's there's a pretty interesting dynamic to how you can play it is it's just a small little board yeah maybe like a foot by uh, a foot and a half or so sure um, they also have a four-person version of this where it's more of like an octagon uh and there's um we didn't get to play this one we got in line for it but the people who were playing would not share they were playing forever and eventually we were oh. like Let's just go elsewhere. This is getting ridiculous. Bummer. Um, uh, but that seemed pretty cool, too, because there's a lot more of those little white magnets that you have to avoid and you can attack in different directions. Um, so that was cool. That was Clask, uh, K-L-A-S-K. That was a fun little game. Yeah, this does. Look uh, I also I also played Speaking Simulator. This was a delight. Actually, to be fair, I didn't play it. My girlfriend played it and I watched her play it. The premise of this is you are an AI bent on taking over the human race. And by doing so, the way you're trying to do this is you have put yourself into a human looking robot and you need to like pass as a human. So people can't figure out that you're trying to take over the world. Right. Um, And the way this works is like, I'll give you the first scenario. You're going on a date with the head of HR, Karen. So Karen will be talking to you and say something, and then you need to respond. And there will be a sentence on the bottom of the screen that as you move the robot's mouth, the sentence just kind of gets said. So the so the you know the narrative premise of it is you're you're moving the mouth and the tongue in a way that you're saying these words. But the way that actually comes out in the gameplay is in completely absurd, which would make sense. This is like a simulator game, so it's going to be absolutely insane. You control... Each stick controls uh, a different part of the the f- head, I guess. The right analog stick controls the movement of the face. So, like, opening and closing the mouth or, like, widening the lips or something like that. So there'll be arrows that just pop up on that side that you need to make sure you're inputting in the right time. On the left side, you're seeing an X-ray of the of the profile of the face of the inside of the mouth. 
and the tongue is all physics-y, so it, and it breaks all the time, so it gets into, like, the weirdest, like, broken polygonal shapes, you know, to comedic effect. And you have to press these, like, three different buttons in the mouth that are, like, there's two on the top, like, one near the front, one near the back, and then one underneath, and that's the left stick. So you have kind of, you're kind of, it's like spinning plates. You need to make sure you're hitting these buttons when they light up properly, and you need to make sure you're hitting the arrows with the right hand properly. Um, All the while, you're answering questions like, can I buy you a drink? What, What do humans drink? Why would I say that? Oh, no, I, I am definitely a human. Um, I don't know why you wouldn't think I'm a human. So the whole premise of this is silly. While if you're kind of doing a bad job, which of course you are, because this control scheme is so weird. The robot's face is slowly like smoking and like sparking and breaking apart, like the ears popping off and stuff. Um <clears throat> but the, the the but the at least Karen she didn't like react to you doing bad she just reacted like hey did you get through the sentence all right she will now say the next thing so she'll be like wow I didn't know you were like gonna be this saucy huh maybe we should go back to my place while your face is like sputtering and breaking down because you just <laughs> it was very funny um definitely look this up this was speaking simulator I'm gonna I think it comes out in like a week. Yeah, it says January 30th on the Steam thing here. Yeah, and I think it's coming to Steam and Switch. Okay. Um, We were playing the Switch version. Okay. Uh, Looks like just laughs upon laughs for sure. Yeah. Too bad PewDiePie's on a break. This seems like a thing he would milk the hell out of. Uh, Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I see a line here. Yes, I must confess as a warm-blooded human being, I find you quite attractive. Yeah, so you're saying, like, weird stuff like that. Um, <laughs> you know, as a warm-blooded good. human being. <laughs> yeah. Um, that was all I played at PAX. Uh, that's all I've been playing in the last week, so why don't we do some news? Cool. Uh, Sony's not going to be at E3. What do you guys think? Makes sense. Weird, but not too surprising, I guess, at this point. Yeah. I think they definitely want to take that Nintendo approach of just doing all the shit themselves at this but point. But Nintendo still goes to E3. That's yeah. the thing. They still have a booth of a significant size. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. I kind of don't care at all about E3. Like, they could just do the presentations at E3 and then not have a convention for all I care. All right. Also, like... Uh, Nintendo will do like their major direct at the E3 time. Did Sony even do a live stream? No, nothing no. last year. They did. Yeah. Their, they do so their that's own a things. Yeah, throughout the year for sure. Yeah, and yeah. there's like rumors upon rumors about something major in February. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but um, what was also interesting is like the ESA like responded um just to the just to like Sony kind of saying we're not going to be there. They kind of responded publicly. Um, I'm just going to like read this. Like I'm going to read these three sentences because they're all just super like PRE and gross. Okay. <clears throat> For those who don't know, ESA is the company that runs E3. Yeah. They're also the company that uh, leaked uh, a whole bunch of journalists, uh, personal information from last E3. So good job for them. Hmm. Um, yeah, they also did nothing to rectify that. 
Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, E3 is a signature event celebrating the video game industry and showcasing the people, brands, and innovations redefining entertainment loved by billions of people around the world. E3 2020 will be an exciting, high-energy show featuring new experiences, partners, exhibitor spaces, activations, which is just, like, the worst. I hate hate that. I hate activations. (laughs) And programming that will entertain new and veteran attendees alike. Exhibitor interest in our new activations is gaining the attention of brands that view E3 as a key opportunity to connect with video game fans worldwide. Yeah. What does that have to do with Sony? What? We're going to use the space for something else. That's basically what they said. Yep. So. Like, that's like the like lamest response and it's also so PR-y and just like but guess what there's going to be so many marketing opportunities for brands synergy co-immersion <laughs> like it's like please stop with your buzzwords yeah kind of wish everybody would just pull out of E3 and they'd let it die but it won't happen not not until Whatever, I go to died E3 at one the point. not until at I go point, to there was E3. no E3 yeah, I don't know. E3 seems like a... It seems less and less important every year. Yeah. When was the last time it felt really, really important? Like, uh, probably Xbox 360 era, right? That era, yeah. Well, I don't know. When maybe they, maybe like, even PS4, Xbox One <clears throat> reveal. Yeah, like, mm. they announced the Xbox One and the PS4 at the same E3, the, the, the E3 before they came out. Mm. That was obviously a big one. Which is also why this is probably such a big surprise with Sony, because last year, Sony didn't have a lot to show. It made sense to not spend all that money. Sure. The year before that, they also didn't have a ton to show. Remember, they did that, like, weird four games in, like, different, like, t- like tents. Remember that thing? Oh, yeah. The with the yeah, flute? yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> um, like, that was, they didn't have a ton there either. But this year, like, they have a new console coming out. That's crazy to think they're not going to be there. I don't know. I guess I just don't see E3 with any reverence like you do at all. So It used to mean a lot is the real it thing It used to. It. Yeah, for sure. But I have it, a lot of fun when E3 comes around. It's like video game Christmas. Why are you trying to ruin video game Christmas? Because it sucks. I just want that news all year. I don't want it to happen one week out of the year. I want something to look forward to every month. Well, th- you can have both. We always got both. We don't always get both. Everybody always saves everything for E3. And then, like, just give me that well, shit next week. That's what makes it so week. exciting. No, give me a thing next week showing me the PlayStation 5. Get me excited for this coming holiday season now instead of June. But that's such a long wait, man. I'm not saying don't give me the info now. I just also like getting, like, so many fun surprises. Like, like, like there's such a cool, fun buildup to all these major press conferences at E3. That's fun. I guess I kind of don't care about news, though. I care about stuff that I can go out and buy now and see. I don't care about hype. I want it. I don't want the news of it. Well, I mean, it's pretty rare they're just going to drop. Like, you're not going to get Apex Legends dropping out of nowhere. That's pretty rare. But you should. It's what I don't know about that. Yeah. Anyway, um, I, I do agree, though, that E3 is becoming less and less important for sure. Mm hmm. Uh, so I guess we'll just 
we'll, we'll see what happens in June. Yeah. Xbox has said, however, that they are going to be at E3. Yeah, uh, they'll have. Stuff I mean, they literally own one specific. of the convention centers. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It makes sense. Yeah. I'm wondering if like how many of the smaller uh, press conferences are still going to happen? Are we still going to get a, a Square Enix one? Mm. Which I guess now they could show more Avengers. And they yeah, probably we- have to based on the tepid reaction. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, yep. Yeah, E3 or uh, Xbox is definitely going to be there. So that'll be interesting. Talk about some Series X. Uh, speaking of Series X, Matt Booty uh, came out and said that for the first year or two, first party Xbox games will not be exclusive to the Series X and will also be coming out on the Xbox One. That's not very really cool. a surprise. Yeah. Good for it's them. not a surprise, yeah, because like they have the install base on the X, they want to sell more. Mm-hmm. As someone planning to get these consoles at launch, it is, uh, it does make me, it makes my console feel less special. You know what I mean? Sure. And I'm not gonna, be, I'm not gonna sit here and be like, I don't want other people to get access to this game. Only I can get it because I want to feel like a big fancy boy. <laughs> You that's should say I'm that, saying. though. It, <laughs> that's funny. I just, it, it, I just, for people who are the early adopters, it's almost like, it's, it's, it's making us question, like, well, why are we early adopting at this point? Then, I think maybe you should think that anyway. <laughs> Honestly, rather sure, than, no, yeah. you, you should definitely come up with reasons. Like, if if, if it makes no sense to upgrade, don't upgrade for sure. For sure. But as someone who just like, you know, this is what I do. I like get I like getting the new consoles. I want to feel like when I get my new console, there's going to be there's a reason to get it. I mean, it's probably going to be upgraded performance, I would assume, though, right? Kind of like how they did with the pro and whatnot. I would assume. Right. Hope, hopefully, hopefully, I I hope because like, two years is a long time. I hope they're not having to it like is. cater to the Xbox one's like weaker performance. Yeah, like, is it going to hamstring? Are they going to the watch dogs it basically make the PC version shit because the console version has to be somewhat on par? Like, yeah, I yeah. see what you mean. Like, is is that going to like water down my Series X versions of those games? Yeah. Or or is there going to it? Will they are they making kind of two caught versions of those games like a original and remastered as it were like with the new hardware? Right. Which it's I would have to assume they're not making two versions of those right. games. That seems ridiculous. Because um, e- even like right now with like, you know, you get your, your like your pro versions of the games versus like uh, like the regular PS4. Yeah. Um, They're running faster. They're looking better, but it's not like there's more characters on screen or anything like that. Right. Which a stronger console could definitely do. Mm hmm. I don't know. So what does that mean? This should be Um, it is noted. This is just first party. So who knows what third parties will be doing? Maybe, you know, maybe they'll do just Series X. Maybe it would be different. These are so many questions to be asked. Um, Stuff like. Are you going to have to like, are they going to be separate SKUs? Or if you just if I just bought it on my Xbox one, can I just boot it up on my Series X? And now it's a better version of that game. Who knows? We'll have to find out. Um, I kind of don't see why they could do that. 
Because it's kind of just like turning the like graphic effects from low to very high on like a PC game, right? Only with consoles. Right. I, well, one In reason theory. why they might not do that is maybe they want to charge me twice. Oh, they would for sure want to charge you twice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, remember at the release of the last generation, Ubisoft did that with like Assassin's Creed, but they had like an upgrade, like a $10 upgrade thing <laughs> yeah. you could do. Uh-huh. Is there going to be something like that? That's that almost seems weird at this point. That seems gross. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, lots of questions about that, uh, especially just because Microsoft has a lot of first-party studios now. Uh-huh. Double Fine, um, uh, the company behind uh, Hellblade, Ninja Theory, right? Obsidian. So a lot of these games will be on both platforms. Yeah. Um, I'm curious what that actually looks like what how that'll actually like materialize uh let's talk about all the delays so this obviously happened like almost two weeks ago but we were doing the game of the year so we didn't talk about it sure um but now we can actually share our feelings on those how do you guys feel these are in order of when they were announced how do you guys feel about avengers being delayed oh okay the blanket statement is if they need more time to make it good, that's good, I think. But I was reading some weird stuff from developers in the industries and stuff on Twitter being like, yo, just because we push it back doesn't mean we're not in crunch. It means we have six more months of crunch. Like, it just means I don't get to see my kids for six more months. And it's like, I heard that. That's really in, bad. <laughs> specific in the case of um, Cyberpunk. Also Rockstar apparently was really bad about that apparently they've gotten better though but right yeah. well i mean rockstar didn't delay something but just in, in general rockstar has been bad lots of companies have been bad about crunch but yes sure. i did hear specifically like cyberpunk uh with their delay it's probably going to mean those people are just crunching for like another four months or whatever the delay is yeah and like the optimistic part of me always was thinking okay maybe that just means that like it's not ready yet so we'll give it a little more time and that's fine I didn't really think about the fact that, oh, no, that just means these people are in hell for another month rather than it just being out there. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know, man. Um, that So my personal opinion is I don't care about Avengers being delayed that much. Uh, I was kind of bummed out to, for the other ones, but I'll wait. Right, well, let's go through them in order. John, you got any feelings on Avengers being delayed? Nothing about it really interested me so i think it probably does need more time in the oven sure sure yeah uh new release date is september 4th that was originally may is that may i think so yeah something like that it was middle of the year somewhere that game has been so like i just don't even like think about the avengers game yeah me neither uh what i do think about though is final fantasy 7 remake yep me too this one got pushed back the least yeah. Uh, compared to the other ones. Uh, this got pushed back a month. Originally, this was uh, early March. Now it is April 10th. Yeah. Uh, thoughts on this really uh, delay? Um, Probably needed it. I mean, it's just polished at this point. I would assume it was only a month. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's most likely probably what that is. If only a month. I don't know how much you can get done in a month. But then again, they're probably crunching, so who knows? Um cyberpunk we mentioned uh it got pushed that was originally an april release i believe that is now september September 17th yeah yeah 
Um, so that's a that's a pretty big one. Also, these ones that are getting pushed to like September, like they're so close at this point to the next consoles. Yeah, it's like I almost kind of wish you just decided they're like you just announced them for the next consoles. Maybe that's that's going to happen anyway. Sure. Um, but it is going to suck when like I because I'm going to want to play Cyberpunk immediately, right? So I'm going to pick it up for like Xbox One, PS4, whatever I'm picking it up for. And then like a month later, I'm getting, you know, a Series X with and there's a better version of Cyberpunk. But maybe they're just going to transfer up like we talked about. Who knows? Who even knows? You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Uh, Thoughts on Cyberpunk's delay? Seems super ambitious, kind of needed it. Yeah. It gives me yep. some more time that was going to come out on the like in crunch time for me with a bunch of other stuff. I believe what was the original release date for that again? Wasn't it April? I think it was April. It yeah. was around doom time. Yeah. Like March, March was going to be super packed. It was like every week, something major coming out and now it's like pretty empty. It was April 16th. Apparently was the yep. original date. So that was like right in between Resident Evil and then Final Fantasy VII. So yeah, I'm on a personal level, I'm kind of okay with it, especially if it makes it better. Uh, Iron Man VR was delayed. What are your guys' thoughts on that? Don't care. I forgot that was even coming out. Yeah, that game. The little bit I played, uh, that 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 game's more fun than you'd think. If unless you don't uh, have VR, then you don't care. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that one is now coming out May 15th. I think that was supposed to come out like next month. Yeah, it wasn't I too far right. off. It was, they were showing it off at PAX West. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty soon. Yeah. Uh, last one is Dying Light 2. This got the biggest delay. Um, They were they say they were we were initially aiming for a spring 2020 release, but we need more development time. Uh, I think they just said, like, it's delayed until, like, I don't think they put a date even. Oh, wow. Okay. We will have more details to share in the coming months, and we will get back to you as soon as we have more information. So they just delayed it to who knows when. Um, Which you got, got, you got to think, like, what happened to that game? Yeah. Weird. Uh, Was anyone looking forward to Dying Light 2? Yeah, yeah, sure. Not enough yeah. to care about this delay, but like when it comes out, I'll probably take a look at it unless sure. something better is on the horizon. Uh, there are still some big games coming out, though, so you don't get too upset. Animal Crossing hasn't been touched yet. No. no. Well, that, I mean, that already had a delay to get to there in the first place. True. That's true. Uh, Doom Eternal hasn't been touched yet. Also had a delay to get there. True. Um, although that that uh, people were getting like hands on time with that. That seems like it is like ready to go. Yeah. Um, and I don't know about you guys, but my hype levels are high for Doom Eternal. I'm thinking of replaying through the other Doom to just give myself I gotta, a, a reminder. I got to finish that game for sure. Oh, you never I'm, finished it. I never finished it. I'm going to I got to wrap that game up. In oh, the next yeah. You should wrap that up two it, months or so. Yeah. That game gets so good. Um. There was something else. Oh, and uh, people were 
asking about like Half-Life Alex and they came out and said like no we're we're done we're just polishing it is not getting delayed. Yeah. Um, oh, did tested was it tested officially? Oh, yep. Will Smith and Norman Chan had a 30-minute video or something of them trying that game out with a bunch of different headsets. Apparently it works well on like everything on the market basically. So that's cool. Yeah, that was like a month ago, I think. That, that was, was a, yeah. a while ago they did that. Um, and it looked done I'm, then, so. <laughs> I'm just here waiting for that PSVR announcement. Come on, fingers crossed. I'm kind of with you on that one. I think that's Give the it entry to me, way for me. Yeah. I mean, that's the only one I have. I'm not buying another headset for Half-Life Alex. Mm. Yeah. All right, that's all the delays for now. For now. We'll, we'll see what happens <laughs> next now. week. Yeah. Um, this next news story was super weird. Grand Theft Auto 4 got uh, removed from Steam because of games for Windows Live. Okay. Um, Is there a reason why? Because there are games on Steam with Windows Live bullshit in it. So from what I understand, uh, games for Windows Live, the old, like the old version of it, the old web launcher for Microsoft games when they had their own thing years ago. Yeah. Um, I guess Grand Theft Auto 4 was tied to that so if you like launched it on Steam it like connected or it opened through that um, and from what I understand they just ran out of keys for games for Windows Live because that thing doesn't run anymore oh that's why they took it yeah because I was going to say like Resident Evil 5 still does too Dark Souls still does there's a lot of games that still do that but if they ran out it's because they can't uh, sell it, I guess. In the chat, people are saying that Dark Souls 1 had games for Windows Live removed from it, though. Did so it? that one is independent of it. Mm. I remember when that happened as well. Yes, that's definitely true. Uh, I'll just read the quote here. Gra- uh, Grand Theft Auto 4 was originally created for the games for Windows Live platform. With Microsoft no longer supporting games for Windows Live, it is no longer possible to generate the additional keys needed to continue selling the current version of the game. Right. We are looking at other options for distributing GTA 4 for PC, and we'll share more info as soon as you can. As far as I know, you can't buy that game right now for PC. Okay, so it's not that they pulled it. It's literally that they can't sell it. Like they right, physically yes, can't. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. I they can't misread. sell it because they can't generate a games for Windows Live key, and this is absolutely yeah. crazy. Yeah. So they actually ran out of digital versions. <laughs> they sold out. Basically, I love they, it. They they sold out of the PC copy. Yeah. The way this is worded was a little mi- bit misleading. Where their GTA Four has been removed from Steam. Like, well, yes, but not the way that you probably think it literally can't be sold. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. This, uh, verge article even talks about, it's not the first game that, uh, games for windows live had to be ripped out of, but most sure. companies that did this started this process back in 2013. <laughs> oh, okay. uh, and for whatever reason, rockstar just didn't do it for the PC version. I wonder if that'll be something they just sell through their, their launcher that they have the their launcher yeah uh or maybe epic store exclusive or maybe epic yeah stadia maybe it shows up on stadia stop trying to make stadia happen it's not going to happen (laughs) (laughs) i read i read a uh, subreddit thread uh today that said a new game hasn't been added to stadia for over a month 
Oh, wow. Hasn't it only been out for a month? No, it came out in November. Oh, my God. Really? I thought it was only a month old. <laughs> no, it, no, that came out in November. It's a couple it's a it's a couple months old. Um. Anyway, yeah, I want to know how long someone some like low level employee at Rockstar have been saying like, yo, these numbers are getting real low on the PC copy of Grand Theft Auto 4. Why isn't anyone doing anything about this? For like, years, I'm sure. Week, <laughs> once a week in like the meeting, it's like anyone else have anything to add before we wrap up? And the one guy's like, yeah, we got like triple digits left, guys. This is going to be a thing. Silly Tim, always over there talking about how we're going to run out of digital copies. Yeah, All right, exactly. good, good meaning, everybody. <laughs> yeah, ex- ex- that's exactly. Why is nobody listening to me? I've got the data right here. I'm picturing like two execs. They're in their office having like a conversation about numbers or some shit. And they have like they have like a glass wall, like a window wall. And Tim just like slams the paper <laughs> right on their thing. And it says like sold out. <laughs> and you just bang it on it. Oh, that'd be so good. <laughs> Listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Um, all right. Last news story. Kotaku has uh, reported that they've got sources saying that Horizon Zero Dawn is definitely coming to PC. Okay. Uh, they got a number of different sources. Usually they wouldn't report this if they didn't feel pretty strong about the rumors. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I, that's basically why I'm bringing it up because we usually don't talk about all the weird rumors as well. Sure. Um, but sure. Why not? Also a weird thing that more Sony exclusives are coming to the PC. Yeah. More people should try that game. So I'm okay with that for sure. For sure. All right. Let's do some questions. If you want to send a question in, uh, it is top down perspective at gmail.com. TDP podcast on Twitter, the Discord channel, or John's PO box. I have the ultimate first question of mm, games okay. or names for podcast titles. Sounds good. Okay. Games for podcast. Games titles. for podcast titles. Okay. So starting from November seventh last year, all the memes in relation to the sky text. I wasn't there for that. All the latest memes in relation to the sky text. What's sky text? I have no idea what this was. John, where were you? I was in uh, Atlanta recording. Okay. Probably for the other one, too, then, right? The 14th as well? I should have been back for that one. Oh, okay. Okay. I don't know what the sky text is. No, I'm taking a loss on this. I have no idea. Uh, Context is, a question was asked what the host would do if they saw text in the sky stating the simulation was over. One suggestion was to go on Twitter and check out memes. Right. Okay. I do remember that question now. Yeah. Uh, the week after November 14th, Disney's going to buy this podcast. Disney buying 20th Century Fox, likely, or Disney Plus. That happened a long time ago, didn't so it? So it's probably, it's probably either the fact that The Simpsons was now on Disney Plus or the fact that Disney Plus was launching. Yeah, it would have been around the time Disney Plus launched. So maybe we were just talking about like what's on Disney Plus. Like everything. Hence the podcast will be on Disney Plus soon or something. Yeah, Disney's yeah gonna buy likely. It. Yeah. yeah. Okay, context. Uh, talking about Disney Plus and how Disney it, it appears to own everything. The conversation is taken to its logical conclusion. So yeah, 
we got that one. Um, November 22nd. Go back to Picross, baby. Well, that sounds like it was thrown at me because I would have been playing a bunch of cross. I could also see that of being thrown at Paul. Yeah, probably. I'm assuming I said that. Yeah. I yeah, feel like it, it, like it, it would have definitely been you. I don't know what I would have been like referring to. Like, if Picross is for babies, what was I talking about that's not for babies? I don't know. It was the end of November? What was I playing around the end of November? Were you playing any other puzzle games? Like at no. any point? Pokemon? I was playing Pokemon, I think. No, I don't think that'd be it. I don't know. No idea. Right. I don't know what this is in relation to. Context. Uh, Paul jumped back into Tetris 99, only to find that people who still play it are pros. Sean said this is an interpretation of how those pro would make, pros would make Paul feel. Uh, that makes Got sense. It. Okay. Makes sense. Um... Six days later, November 28th. Negative not being on fire. Negative not being on fire? The hell are we discussing that would be lighting <laughs> on fire? I'm assuming, like, weather or something? Negative not being on fire. Ma- maybe, maybe, were we talking maybe about, like, maybe it was really cold where I was, and I, and I mentioned, well, at least California is not on fire at the moment. Maybe I don't I don't know. No, this was definitely before Australia, just to reference. A yeah, chat. yeah. This is the end of November. When was Thanksgiving? End of November. Maybe because I remember like it snowed when I went down to like the L.A. area. Maybe something like that. Are we talking about like the, the Thanksgiving Day parade? How it was boring or something? I don't know. What does the negative part mean? I'm assuming, like, relating to the temperature. That's my guess, is me talking about how it snowed in the L.A. area. Okay, yeah, I think I can agree. Uh, Context is, a question came up regarding Stadia's negative leg and wonder what other negative physics concepts one could want. After some deliberation, the title was determined to be the power of the human torch. His power was negative not being on fire. (laughs) Or whatever. <laughs> I I must not have been home for this. I don't remember. Yeah, you this weren't here for this. We were talking about the stadia and how negative leg is the way to fix online gaming problem and how that's like a superpower. It's like what Yeah, we were way off. And the human torch <laughs> superpower is negative not being on fire. It's so dumb. Holy shit. December fifth. Bear is my new brand. I assume B-E-A-R, right? B-E-A-R, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Did any games have anything come out with a bear? Recently. Mm. No. No. I want to say Paul said this? Like being a fuzzy, fat gay man? Bear? Bear is my new brand? I, I don't know. I just, for some reason I have it in my head that you said this, but I don't know why. I don't rem. I think I would know if I was trying to be a gay man. I don't think this is when I did that. No, that'd be too late for that. I don't know. I was gonna say I was drawn as a bear for some for one game I played, but I think that was well oh. before this. That would have been well, like you were like a werewolf for a, a murder party, weren't you? Yeah, that would have been Halloween though. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Okay. Bear's my new brand. Context. Over Thanksgiving, John played a Roblox game with his nephew called Bear. After some oh, discussion, yeah! John decided to become a Roblox streamer with Bear being his main game. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. Yep. I forgot about Bear. Like the little stuffed bear running around and chasing you. That was awesome. <laughs> December 12th. A city in a volcano. city in a volcano I have no idea I hadn't gone home yet for the holidays city in a volcano were there any games with a city in a volcano (laughs) at that time I'm trying to think I would have been I would have been playing a whole bunch of like Death Stranding at this time. This was no before Frostpunk for me. Some some Star Wars. I have no idea. I think this was indivisible time for me. There's no city there in a volcano. Yeah, I have like no idea. Pokemon? I, yeah, I don't know. Is there a city in a volcano in Pokemon? I mean, probably. I don't remember. (laughs) It does seem like a Pokemon thing to do. Context. Sean's idea for what he wants out of a new Bioshock game. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, I was never going to guess that. Nope. Yeah, nope. Nope. December 19th. Master Chief takes off his helmet and it's Ninja. We were definitely. I, think I said this. We were definitely talking about Ninja, um, moving over to Mixer and how that wasn't necessarily a uh, like he's obviously trying to like build Mixer up, but like he's obviously wanting different perks that only Microsoft could give him. And as like a Halo that, player, that almost like, sounds like us talking. Are you guys talking more about like his Nerf guns or some shit? Oh, I don't know it's anything about that. It's definitely us talking yeah, about him moving to Mixer and what Microsoft could offer. And I think Sean joked about Master Chief takes off his helmet in the next like promo or whatever. And it's Ninja. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what it yeah, is. Yeah, Like, we'll let you be mass- the face of Master Chief. Yeah, I think that that sounds about right. Context. Sean and Paul were talking about what kind of perks people would get for signing an exclusivity deal with Microsoft. This was one that came up. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, close enough. And then Boxing Day, the 26th of December. I only collect myself. Oh, I this was like John or something. Like probably like he was ma- he was collecting like Funko Pops of no, his, I hate like, Funko Pops. Yeah, but that was oh. yeah, you're right. We were talking about like <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, we were talking characters. about like Yeah, the question was like what Funko Pop <laughs> characters would you want? And I think I said like I've got enough alternate me's to be like to collect myself. Right, yeah. but those are the only ones you collect. Yeah, on yeah. yourselves. <laughs> okay, I think that's what it was. I, yeah. That sounds right. Context: A question came in where you were given infinite wishes, but a Funko Pop of you had to be made, and you had to have it. You said it wasn't too bad, and would have room for them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough. Thank you for sending those in, as usual. I'm going to read this first question sent in from Suku Suku. How do you feel about the movie Road to El Dorado? Good movie. It's fine. Yeah. I like that movie quite a bit. 
What are Tulio oddly, and Miguel? Miguel what an, and Tulio. What an oddly specific question. <laughs> but so all right. know our thoughts on it. Fair enough. Uh, that, that one's got the like the loot. That's a fun image. Sure. Dun, dun, dun. I think yeah. that was. They got that weird basketball game where they cheat with the armadillo. <laughs> it's a good movie. Uh, I'll grab the next one. Junkie GS says, what was a game or game series you liked the idea of more than the actual product itself? Mighty number nine. Yeah, that's a good one. Anthem? Yeah. I mean, just look at any of our disappointed games. I, yeah, I guess Clearly so. we liked the idea of it, and it didn't come to fruition. I liked the idea of more Luigi's Mansion. I think I liked the idea of Death Stranding and what it was more than it, what it actually was. I think I built that thing up too much in my head. No spoilers. No, none. I like the idea of a delivery simulator, basically, is what I'm getting at. And then it gave mm -hmm. me a story I didn't like. Uh, John, you want to take this next one? Yeah, next one from VGC Kenny. Sean once referred to Kingdom Hearts 3 as an unreviewable game because you're either in or out. What other games or things are unreviewable in this sense? Oh. And there's another question after that as well. Okay. Oh, that's a different question. I see. Yeah. I don't know if this was my sentiment exactly. Um, I think this was like a sentiment from Tim Rogers that I was echoing on the podcast. Um, although I do kind of agree with some of that. Uh-huh. For sure. Um, I do also think people should watch Tim Rogers' videos. Those are very funny over on Kotaku. What other games are unreviewable in this sense? Or things, I guess. Oof. Well, it's got to be something with like a lot of history, right? Like, well, let's think, why, uh -huh. why would um, Kingdom Hearts 3 be deemed unreviewable? The thing is, is I don't and, agree that things are unreviewable. Because if they're a product and you're paying money for it. By this same logic, Avengers Endgame... Yeah, uh, that Avengers is a good one for sure. Endgame and Infinity War. I think that's, like, that's War. a good example. Like, if you agree or not, like, yeah. you, you, let's try and like break down the sentiment of like, why would Kingdom Hearts 3 be called unreviewable? And it's just because like, there's a lot of history that you're going to have. You're probably like extremely connected to it if you've been going through yeah. all of the history. And if you haven't, it's just going to like, it's going to mean nothing to you. You know what I mean? Death Stranding is definitely reviewable. <laughs> Just as a heads up. <laughs> I think Death Stranding is it's reviewable. It's 100% yeah, like, reviewable. But like... But Metal Gear Avengers Solid Endgame, might be I think harder. is a really good... Sure. I think, it, I think at some point it, it needs to have like a, a like a history, right? It needs uh -huh. to have multiple entries. Yeah. Um, there needs You need to have like a real strong connection. Like if you've gone through all of these, it's going to like... Of course you're going to play the next one. I think oh. Avengers Endgame is the big one. That's huge. <laughs> because the only That's reason, huge. like, you, I don't think you would like that movie unless you were already in, you know? Like, if that was the first one you watched, you'd be like, what the fuck is it? <laughs> yeah, and also, like, why would you do that? Like, what is the draw <laughs> right. for yeah. you to just, like, why all of a sudden are you like, you know what, I'm going to watch Avengers Endgame. I haven't watched any of these, but people <laughs> just keep talking about them. I'm sure there are oh, people I guarantee that, that happened. That. There's no way that didn't happen. <laughs> For sure, but like, why? Like, why? Yeah. 
And why didn't anyone take them by the shoulders and just shake them and be like, you fool. Honestly, you have 22 other movies to watch. That's such I can't a good answer. Do I don't, I can't think of anything else that even compares. I think it's also because like the storylines connect so hard. Cause I think of other games that there's a bunch and like, I think like, let's say resident evil for you, Paul. Sure. You, you could probably play resident evil eight and it, it might not connect to anything. And I, I think that's reviewable. Yeah. They're like all there's not going to be all this lore. I mean, there is some lore, but it's not like the main thread, right? Uh, well, the lore is company made a virus that turns people into monster. Big lore. Right. Yeah. But I just think like, cause seven was like, you're not going to be lost starting seven. No. Yeah. And I, and I want to say like the same as like, uh, like the fast and furious movies are, are they're pretty standalone on, on their own. But yeah, they do I have tidbits so. that connect. Uh huh. Yeah, I'd similar so. like Pokemon. There's no like through line. How do you feel about like a TV series having to review like the series finale? It's like, well, I had to watch like five seasons or three seasons up to this finale or whatever. So of course, it's kind of like hard to give just like an unbiased review where I'm already sure. in. Yeah, that's a good point. And and then that, that also comes in with like, let's say you're going to get someone to review Kingdom Hearts 3. Uh-huh. Do you ask someone brand new or do you ask someone that has like gone through everything? It depends what and type of like, review you're doing. If you're doing like a consumer well, review, like, someone new as a product that they just picked up for sure. And but like, yeah, because each of those serve a different audience totally. at this point. Yeah. And and that's something you have to take into account, too. So it's almost like when you when you're reading a review, does the writer need to, like, preface every review with like, yo, here are my credentials and here is what you need to know about my life. I grew up in Canada and in Kingdom Hearts 2, they reference Canada and that's really important. And, blah, you, know, you know, or whatever it is, you know what I mean? Like, I think you as the person I- reading the review that the onus is on you to see what else what like. If you're checking out a new reviewer, you should go back into their history and see where you line up with stuff you already know, I think. That's up to you. It's not up to them to say everything. It's up to you to do that homework of whether or not you would trust that guy's review. That is a lot to ask of someone just clicking on a website and reading a review. That's why I think reviews are garbage. Well, I mean, I'm not going to agree with that. I don't think you can. It does, does, like... uh, it, it, that is an interesting thing to think about for sure. Uh-huh. Um, I don't think we've said something as good as John's answer of Avengers Endgame. No, that's the best answer, easily. That is yeah. a, that is Straight a very up. good answer. That's a better one um, than Kingdom Hearts three, frankly. So get yeah. owned, writer. I, I think the TV wow. series is interesting because, like, no one would just start. Like, I'm going to start with season five of Lost. Like, what? Why? Who? Who are you? Yeah, weird, weird person. Why are you doing this to yourself? Yeah. Do you do you guys have do you guys have any friends? No. That will just like. Sorry, go <laughs> no? on. Okay. No. <laughs> Not anymore. Not after Were you this episode. The sentence there or what? <laughs> um. Yeah. Do you guys like? When was the last time you got hugged, man? It's been so long. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um. Do you have any? Do you have a friend where you're like you're watching a series and it's a, where you need to watch each episode and they'll just like join you on episode four? Nope. And they're just fine. I would it. not respect somebody like that enough to call them a friend. You need to start. Oh, you, John, what, what, what do you, what's your response? 
Uh, I've done that before. I've been that person. Oh, man. <laughs> how, how do you how, do that? How? how do you do that? Well, no, I'll watch the episode and then I'm like, oh, this looks interesting. I'll start from the beginning. Oh, that's fine. Like seeing yeah. if you'll like it at all. I can understand. Yeah. Because like, I've definitely test, like basically. seen something on TV that's easily season seven of a show. As like, hey, that was kind of funny, and then I'll start from season one or whatever. Even yeah. on like really story heavy stuff. Sure. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, like uh, I'll see Reese watching a show or something, and I might not be interested in it, but I'll just sit down and just kind of chill out. Yeah, I do the same. For sure. It just depends on how invested you are in the show in the long run. If I get invested enough in a show that I want to keep watching, it, I'm going to start from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I would let them watch with me. And then I would get angry that I had to turn my show off. <laughs> Is this why you have no friends? Is this why you need a hug? Yeah, I could, I could, <laughs> I could use, use a hug. hug. <laughs> All right, the second half of Kenny's question. Hypothetically, if, say, Suda51 held a press conference and said, hey, I'm sorry, but No More Heroes 3 is going to be delayed to X day. However, mm-hmm. No More Heroes 4 is out right now. <laughs> Play it if you want, but it contains massive No More Heroes 3 spoilers. What, what is would scenario? you do? This is this a is fucking a, weird ass scenario. This is a pseudo scenario, frankly. I think this is either a pseudo scenario or a Kingdom Hearts scenario. Uh, obviously, <laughs> can't, it can't be any company game combination, but pseudo seems a bit more likely to do this kind of stunt than your average game company. Can you yeah. even think of some some other example where this actually happened? Like the thing that pers- that goes after a thing comes out first. Well, that's definitely happened before, but in a in a scenario where it's like, oh yeah, this is just going to spoil the third installment, or you know, whatever it is. <laughs> I don't know. I can't I, think of any example, no. honestly. No, but again, a- yeah, Suda would be the most likely person to do this it, stunt. What would you do? <clears throat> it would depend on guess, how much I, the delay is. Like, if it was like a month or two, I'd wait. If it was a year, I'd be like, what the fuck? I guess I'll honestly, play four then. Honestly, I just... Would you play four? If, if it was a significant amount of time. Yeah. That's the question is like, how would you wait so that you get, get you don't get spoiled on three? See, the real problem is I am in a, I'm in a line of work where shit gets spoiled for me all the time. Like literally the last three Star Wars movies have had a major spoiler given to me. Yeah. So at this point, I would probably have to play it if I wanted to even get the enjoyment out of it. Hmm. Uh, I think I think I would play four. Just so that years from now, I can tell the story of this weird thing that happened. Okay, that's a yeah, that's an interesting way to look at that for sure. Just be like, you know, back in 2020, they put out four and then three like four months later. And I don't know. It just kind of ruined the series for me, but I'm really liking eight. Eight's pretty good. Have you guys played eight? Yeah, I'd probably just wait. I don't care enough. I would rather just do them in order. Man, that's so fucking weird. Okay. Yeah, that's over. Raster Man <laughs> 7. You've just won a ticket to a two year holiday in space in a contest you don't remember entering. <laughs> Okay. It so says you're allowed to bring anything you want within the reasonable, meaning no other people or pets, while the company in charge takes care of the rest. <coughs> However, 
There's the downside of not having inter- not having an internet connection at all, at least until the satellites in the space station are fixed, which could take a year or more depending on how things go. Do you use the ticket? No. If so, what do you bring with you to pass the time? Otherwise, do you give it to someone else, throw it in the trash, or what? This I is just a plot else. to Luigi's Mansion, but with space. Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no. I definitely don't use a ticket. I'm afraid of going to space. There's no way I will space want to Space is haunted. Moon's oh. haunted. <laughs> I mean, sure. Yeah, I believe it. Is it haunted or is it hogged? Did you guys see that joke? Moon's hogged? No. <laughs> no. Okay. Well, I'm going to Google it now. I'm telling you, is someone, this, is this the 30 watched, to 50 feral hogs thing? Yes. Yeah. Moon's hogged. <laughs> that, someone got that joke and they're laughing. Anyway, it was me. Um, laughing. I think that going to space would be cool. You know, one thing we're not taking into consideration hmm. is that you don't remember entering it. And that's messed up. Right. That's a big part of it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Luigi's Mansion. That you are definitely losing a kidney in this scenario. Sure. You're going to wake up in a bathtub full of ice. Yeah. Welcome to space, space. motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. Baby in space. (laughs) Um, I think the big issue is it's too long in space. Going to space would be cool. Two years is pretty, yeah. Yeah, two years. Like, that's... If if everything was like above board, like no one's taking my kidneys, like it's an actual contest, <clears throat> going to space would be awesome. That's like a, you know, very few people can say they've been to space. Mm-hmm. Um, but two years is so long to just be like, goodbye, life. I will see you in two years. Please put a pause on my life. There is no case where I take the ticket. <clears throat> I throw it out. I don't want anything to do with this. What if it's a day trip to space? No, I don't want to go to space at all. Okay. John, how short of a trip for you to do it? Uh, I would probably up to a year, maybe, but not multiple. Oh, wow. I was thinking I would probably start getting kind of crazy after a month. I, could I mean, see if I have enough things to like keep me distracted, it won't be that big a deal. Like if I bring like my, some gaming stuff and other things to just keep me distracted. Then why even go to space? <laughs> For the experience of being in space, like right. That's what that, that's why I'm saying. Like I don't need that it to be that long. I'm assuming after like day thirty, I'm going to be like I could use some Earth. There's a quote right there. If no one's taking my kidneys, going to space would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's true. <laughs> If I'm coming back with both kidneys, that's that's definitely sweetening the deal. No kidding. If I'm coming back with three kidneys, then we have a problem. (laughs) All right. Next question from TC Golden. Question for more John and Paul, because Sean doesn't replay games a lot. He said, what game or franchise do you think has the most replay value? Tetris. I was going to say Tetris. Tetris is good. I mean, I've been playing Mario Maker 2 still. Mario's pretty high up there, yeah. It's just, like, infinite levels depending on how shitty the community is. So. Rock Band is yeah. a high one for me. Rock Band's a good like, one. I would say once a month. I, I just want to sit down with those drums. Just play, like, four songs. If you can, like, add people into the equation, I think the Jackbox games are infinitely playable. 
with people. Those are super fun. Right I think to an extent on that, sometimes you just get exhausted of them. Like I haven't even picked up Jackbox six because I just got so fatigued from the rest of the series. Sure. I played some Jackbox six now that I just remembered at, at PAX. Oh yeah? What's in yeah, six? I, I haven't e- I didn't even realize that was out. We only played one game from six because they had all of the games and they were just like, what do people want to play? They have a trivia murder murder party two mar- blah, 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 blah. Right. Trivia murder party two. Right. That's the one we played. <clears throat> Uh, and then I think John, you getting this last question? Yeah, from Lucas. Uh, if if you could only own or play one console per traditional console generation, which one would it be, and why? I'm assuming we're talking like past up to now. So, so each console generation, future? we choose one. Yeah. Okay. As opposed to being like. Xbox X versus PS5. So that was more meaning. Yeah, gotcha. Uh, right, because yeah. we don't even know what that means. So. Yeah. NES, I get NES is basically just NES and Master System, so I don't know many people that would pick Master System. Yeah. NES. So let's let's start Super Nintendo onwards. That would be, be easier. So Super Nintendo or Sega Genesis? I think, I think it's, yeah, it's yeah, Super Nintendo, right? Yeah, I think it's right? yeah. SNES. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Uh, N64, PlayStation 1. Uh, PlayStation One. Oh, that one's harder. <sighs> Why do you say PlayStation so quickly? Because I grew up with it, and I assuming it has a better single player games, just in general. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I grew up with both. I played a lot of N sixty four though, because you're gonna get like the pro- Zelda on there. N sixty four was great f- with friends. PlayStation One was better solo. Is what I. Think. That's what I mean. Yeah. I think I'm going N64. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> That's a tough one. Well, you can destroy them both. <laughs> I just <laughs> skipped this generation. Yeah, you just play your SNES for a few years more. I mean, that's what I did actually growing up. <laughs> um, yeah, sure. I actually might... I might go PlayStation just because there was just actually more games on that platform versus the N64. 300 versus like a thousand i also think like but there's a lot more shitty ps1 games than there are shitty n64 games there's a lot of shitty n64 games there are a lot um Mm -hmm. well just knowing myself like i definitely played a lot more n64 if i was doing it now though i might actually pick playstation just because there's a lot on there i didn't play that now i have the opportunity that's fair being forced to play or whatever you know like the tony hawk games i only played tony hawk one really Gotcha. Yeah. All right, then. Uh, I don't know. I'll stick with N64 just based on my history. All right. PS2, Dreamcast, Xbox, <laughs> and GameCube. PS2. I mean, I played a ton of GameCube, but it's PS2. Yeah, it's, How's it it's not PS2. PS2. Dreamcast is a is close second, I think, but PS2 takes it for sure. I really like the Dreamcast. Dreamcast, I think, might have had less games than the than that's the, the sixty four. That's the problem with I, I it. I mean, GameCube is my second easily. All right, uh, PS three, Wii, and three sixty. Probably three sixty. I'd probably stay with the PS three. I was happy with it. Right. The only reason I bought a three sixty ever was because it was two hundred dollars eventually, and my friends wouldn't get a PS three, so to play games with them. I got one. 
right, this part's a little tricky. What do we count the Switch as? Do we count the Switch as the PS4, Xbox yeah. One generation? Or do we well, count the I, Wii U? I also don't think we need to include the Wii U because no one's going to pick that. Yeah, I'm yeah. definitely not. <laughs> so. All right, yeah. So Wii U, Switch, Xbox One, and PS4. Uh, Switch. Probably Switch, yeah. Wow, I was, really? I, I'm, I was debating between Switch and PS4, honestly. Sure. It's a toss-up. See, as words, I'm going Xbox. I'm going I'm going Switch solely because it's portable. Yep. Right. Yeah. That I mean the Switch is great. It's hard to choose between my Xbox and my Switch. I guess I'll just pick Xbox just like I've had it longer. I have more games for it. I'm I'm picking Xbox. The Switch is a hard one cuz the Switch is also going to continue for a bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean so is the Xbox One and PS4, so. Well, I mean they're not getting like replaced this year basically yeah all right that's gonna do it for questions if you want to send questions in for next week it's top down perspective at gmail.com at tdp podcast on twitter the discord channel or john's p.o box what are your guys's games of the week nine 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 grady's three and mine is tokyo mirage sessions all right, uh, the next TDP Plus poll will be going live tomorrow, uh, which means if you are um, a Blue Eyes patron, you have tonight to submit a game to add to that poll. Otherwise, check back on uh, our Patreon tomorrow to, to vote on what you would like us to play through and uh, discuss next month, uh, which also means next week is the Time Spinner episode of TDP Plus, so get excited for that. Uh, next week is also episode 500. Woo. So get excited for that. Woo. I'm not even sure if our plans are coming together for that. No or idea. So, I kind of don't think so based on the text <laughs> I got. <laughs> okay. So maybe it's just a regular ass episode. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Um. Anyways, uh, we'll see you next week. See you guys. Bye.